This is Tim Roth from Into Eternity. This is Ida from Trisphere. This is Tony from Some of the Arctica. This is Will Smith from Artificial Brain. This is Adrian Cowan from Seven Spires, and you are listening to The Great Metal Debate. Welcome back to the podcast for another metal artist interview. I'm joined by the guys in Brutal Death Troop, Hate Storm Annihilation. Guys, thank you so much for joining us on The Great Metal Debate. Thank you for having us. Well, we're talking to you at The Nick here in Birmingham, Alabama, and uh, where you guys are performing as part of your two-plus week run through Eastern North America, along with Seven Spires. How has the tour been received so far? Exceedingly well, actually. The, myself and the basis of Seven Spires have been talking a lot about how we honestly weren't planning on the crowds being this good. So this has been a, a fantastically positive, fantastically positive turnout, yes. Playing alongside a band like Seven Spires, which brings certainly a different musical feel to the table with a symphonic and orchestral style. Has that proved to be a good mix as far as fan interests and people turning up? Most of the time. Yeah, I would say so. Um it's been better if Seven Spires has been headlining, and uh, we've been playing right before them because their fans will uh, typically, you know, stick around through our set um, if Seven Spires is headlining or get there early. Um, whereas if we're headlining, uh, their fans will usually leave the venue afterwards, which you know we understand. <laughs> so there's no worries there. But um, yeah, 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 it's been great, great, great mix. And looking online at the different local shows, looks like you've had a, a good mix of local openers as you have stops as well. Absolutely. Uh, there's been some really fantastic talent that's been on a lot of these shows. Uh, just yesterday, um, there was a band called Mirth- Mirthless? Mir- Mirthless. They were probably one of the best locals, you know, quotation marks, as they can't see me, uh, that I've, I've ever seen. Like, I, I showed up uh, about two minutes late it means i was out buying some apples and I, I walked in and i i just started watching i was like holy shit i can't believe that this is a, a local talent like they were unbelievable like tech death meets like the most just cynical evil shit and they, they you know they just they all look like regular joes like which i i appreciate because i feel like there's a kind of aesthetic thing that can kind of go on with a lot of evil bands that i i love seeing guys that just look like they're just here to play music and have a good time you know and now this isn't even your first tour of the year you guys were out on the road earlier with uh big names like morbid angel and origin uh, what was that experience like that was incredible the best experience musical experience of my life so far because these are bands that we've looked up for, up to for years for tens of years you know so being able to actually see them every day and see that they're not gods like you know we would imagine they're just regular guys they're quite funny and we've made some real good friends with the, with them so i cannot wait to see them again we've had jason kaiser a couple of times on the show and he's as down to earth a guy as you can imagine i love him so much we he's fantastic yeah. they're, they're our favorite friends guys bands they're so cool i hope they listen to this 
just came to our uh, show in Queens. Yeah, 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 that was great. We got to pal around with him, watch him get uh, super intoxicated. It's a great time. Absolutely great. Sorry, John, if you hear this too. (laughs) That has to be cool. I understand you guys have some impressive tour experience that, that goes back a ways, having taken a couple of trips over to Europe. Tell us about that. Yeah, um, so we've made two uh, European runs. Our first one was way back in like 2000, late, late 2012 or early 2013 uh, in support of uh, Blood Soaked, which is a, uh, Peter's from North Carolina, I believe? North Carolina-based, yes. Yeah, North Carolina-based uh, one-man death metal project that, uh, I mean, at the time he had a, a second guitarist, but like he's the primary writer. Ah, Tool, very cool. Um, and so he would go out there just himself and Joseph, his other guitarist, and play just this brutal fucking shit that was just amazing. Um, and then the second one, and those shows were all great. You know, we had a great time. It was uh, Blood Soaked, um, Short Fuse. Uh, they're a uh, they're, uh, California Bay Area-based, um, like, n- like new metal kind of thing. Uh, Black Mass, which are uh, Bostonian thrashers. Uh, another amazing band and then us uh that was a, a great tour and then the second time we went out you know little little larger turnouts larger venues uh, was in support of six feet under which was just the most humbling experience in i'm a huge chris barnes fan like he was kind of like one of the big guys that i i really started trying to learn his vocal style when i first started trying to do the death metal thing and uh, so six feet early cannibal you know very much a fan of that um but it was them uh, Nux Virago, which were, uh, yeah, Norwegian black metal, fantastic. Um, or no, Swedish black metal, I'm very sorry. Uh, Vredehammer, yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, um, were, yeah, the Norwegians, and then, uh, and then us. Uh, and then there was some, some local talent that was on that one as well. That honestly, for the life of me right now, I can't remember... They, but were they, Austrian, they, they, they were Austrian, yeah. and they were on for about four or five shows. Yeah. Um, something with an U, with a U. Uziel, Uziel, Uziel. Yeah, Uziel. There we go. Hey, that's not bad. Um, but yeah, that those shows were just insane. I mean, the the amounts of people that were coming out to see Six Feet, and just so coincidentally got to run into us, was a very pleasing feeling. Yeah, and one of the things that we debate, one among many things we debate on the Great Metal Debate podcast, is the difference in feel between the American metal scene and the European metal scene. Having toured in both places, do you all have a sense of the, what the difference is, or maybe what the similarities are? Seems the European people appreciate that a little bit more for some reason. To me, at least, uh, I myself am European. I'm Bulgarian, so I know that when a band comes in Bulgaria. For example, they'll play the capital city, and people will drive for four or five hours from small villages somewhere up in the mountain to just see the band because things like this don't really happen so much. Bigger countries, more advanced countries, say like Germany, they're a little bit more like the U.S. They kind of expect you to do your thing and, you know, be good at it, so they kind of st- sit and watch. And that was very interesting for us, at least the first time, because we were like, are we doing something wrong? They're just standing there. Nobody's having fun. And then we figure out, even when the headliner Six Feet Under comes out, it's kind of the same thing. They, because, you know, big bands come through there all the time, and they're not really that surprised. But you go to Eastern Europe, you go to Poland, Romania, anywhere, they go nuts for us. So that's, that's a lot of fun for me. Now, I do want to talk with you all about the band's album, Storm of Flames, released back in 2014. 
tell us a little bit, without going through the whole history, about the process that uh, brought that album together. Totally. Um, so I actually started writing that high school uh, that album when I was in high school. Still, uh, just bedroom guitarist. That I've I've been very bad at like learning other musicians' material as much as I like to pick up on techniques and then just try to immediately start writing music on my own. And um, so, like when I was first put putting together the songs for that record, it was like, well, this is great and I love this, but like. I needed to find somebody fast enough to be able to do this, you know, with. And so I'd, I'd run into Constantine over Craigslist. Uh, really? yeah, yeah, like no joke. It was put out ad, young boy in search of Bulgarian blast machine. <laughs> uh, no, uh, weird, uh, <laughs> some weird invitations from that. Basically, it was yeah. basically every week me putting up death metal drummer available and he says death metal guitarist available so we it was kind of match made in heaven yeah so i when when i first did started that i think i was 15 when i first started writing the music to that and then um i think by the time we got together i was 17 and so that that record like because i'd say about 85 percent of it was all done before we had started working so it was immediately all right here's this song here's this song here's this song and i think we had our first show literally within like the first two and a half three months of being together we we opened up um summer slaughter 2020 2012 it was uh yeah cannibal corpse between the buried and me and a list of about 20 other bands <laughs> but yeah it was it was fantastic and now with some time, several years to reflect on it, kind of what are your feelings about how that album turned out, both both positive and maybe some critiques? No, I, we actually, this is a really fantastic thing. We were going back on this, um, so for years we've, we've hated that record. Like, we, we can't listen to it. It, it. it made us cringe. And then when we got off the Morbid uh, uh, tour... Constantine was telling me that yeah, he he uh, he was at a I yeah, went yeah. over I went over a friend's house and there was another guy over there and the lady's like hey this is a drummer let me show you what he plays so she played the album and for the first time ever I heard it like a side person so I'm like oh this is not all that bad for five years I've actually hated that album like I could not listen to it and then I heard it about two weeks ago for the first time like an outside person I was like not too bad and I would actually put up that record against anybody else any other band's first record so kind of proud of it now I'm assuming we'll hear plenty of songs off that this evening absolutely we're playing um, both The Cleansing of Humanity by the Blackened Sun that Shadows the Filth Below and uh, Lucifer Rising now kind of a random aside did I see on social media that you guys were mentioned in the Wall Street Journal we were mentioned in a uh, small uh, article about uh, metal vocal techniques um, and where they were interviewing uh, Elizabeth Shaw of Dreaming Dead and did they interview Steve too? me but they didn't write any of my quotes they uh, um yeah no it was crazy it was uh they interviewed elizabeth they uh interviewed uh, mark from misery index um and I, I don't know if they got a chance to get a hold of steve or not um but yeah, yeah he was uh, steve tucker from morbid angel um yeah they they went in like it's funny because like that whole day like we honestly thought the guy would that sounds so bad we thought he was full of shit like he was in wall street journal what do you you know what are you doing here like don't lie to me like you know and so we're probably talked to him for about a solid half hour uh and then like he goes walking away and like we're we're all standing there laughing like huh yeah all right i get yeah, wall street journal and then 
cut you yeah. two weeks later or something like that, and we see ourselves, like, my cousin sent me a link. It was like, you're in the Wall Street Journal. A lot of big-name bands don't have that on their resume. That's pretty impressive. We've got that going for us, which is nice. Now, Hate Storm Annihilation is a trio. Uh, can you speak to what the challenges and advantages are of just having three musicians perform live on stage? Absolutely. Um, I think a, a nice thing about having a trio, num- number one, aside from the stage thing, is three guys are a lot easier to get together for rehearsals, for tours, you know, show single shows than having five, six people, you know, uh, is. Um, second to that, I think in a, in a live sense, um, me and Spencer are very much fans of just stupid, loud, big, fat guitar tones. So it lets me crank up as how loud as I want. It lets him crank up as loud as he wants, and we don't get in you know each other's way. You know, it's it's kind of a it's a perk because you know we like that filthy, gross sound. You know, like I think there's a lot of we want to sound as gross as we can. It's you know I think there's a lot of bands that they'll have a too many you know too much sonic space that they've got. I'm sorry, they have too many people filling up too little sonic space so they they kind of have to balance things a lot you know tighter to be able to allow for them all to come clear where it's like the three of us um loud guitar distorted fuzzy bass and then blast beats through the wazoo you know it's just like we can fill that you know we peter was just saying to uh, again basis for seven spires was just saying to us last two nights ago is he said when we start playing you can't believe how dense our sound is as a trio and it's just like you know, before Spencer came into the band, me and Constantine were doing things as a duo for years. Yeah, so like uh, uh, that second, the the uh, the six feet under Europe run, it was just the two of us. But at the same time, I was also playing a seven string tuned down a half step. You know, with as much low ended bass as I could possibly get. But like it, it taught us how to be, you know, self efficient with as little as we had so now we got a basis and just like well shit get out of the way you know it's like a fucking tank of you know loudness and you know it's sick it's fun well starting to wrap up with you guys after this current tour with seven spires ends what are the band's plans for the rest of 2018 and when can fans expect to hear new music from the band um so right now um we're actually in the process of trying to get our newest record released um we've been going through the process of shopping it and and whatnot um trying to close in on some things uh hopefully that that should be out at least the next two three months hopefully hopefully because the thing's literally been done for over a year now so it's just like we want this music out so bad uh and then in regards to uh any other shows uh, at the moment nothing is confirmed but there's talk of a a a couple tours that could possibly happen as well as a, a fun little adventure overseas that that may happen um i think it's a tv show that might happen uh it's my home country in bulgaria which to me is a big thing obviously and we might be doing that no nothing is confirmed it's just plans but it we might attach that to a small run of, of my country which people would love because again like i said earlier we don't really get too much death metal of this style there and let alone bulgarians you know, playing it coming from overseas, that's not as common. Of course, there's some killer bands there that we would love to work with, but with the show and thing, it might be very cool if it works out. And again, like you said, a couple of tours, and as far as new music, he's already written quite a lot of it. Yeah, I. so the second record's done, but I'm actually already three-quarters way through the third. 
So it's it's one of those things. Once we get this thing out, we're we're ready to just keep moving with new new stuff. Um, you know, this is this is what we love. This is what we do. So I want to keep it, you know, as consistent and. And will fans of the the previous material find a lot familiar, or will they have some surprises as well? Perhaps they're going to find a lot of surprises. To, to it's a very very different record from the first. I didn't play on the first record. Um, I came in for the second one, and just hearing the difference between the first record that they did and this record now, it's almost like a different band. But I think there are still a lot of things that uh, people will find very enjoyable and very heavy in the music. Let me clarify, when we say different, we still have the heavy stuff, we still have the fast stuff, it's just a lot of extra stuff added to this album that we, maybe I should say, we couldn't actually play musically on the old stuff. A lot of more, a lot more old-time signature stuff, a lot more, uh, you know, funky for your brain stuff. You would be like, oh, what just happened? Where the old one was just, punching you that's you know just brutalness the whole time through this one has a little bit more of a i should say more taste to it the other one was just punch you that's it a lot for people to look forward to finally what is the best way for fans to purchase music and merchandise from hate storm annihilation including your album storm of flames uh so everything physically in regards to the cd itself uh, our merch, which includes our shirts, our patches, our poster, um, everything's available through our Big Cartel site. Uh, I think it's www.bigcartel.com slash Annihilation, I think. Um, and then uh, the record itself is also available digitally, both for uh, download as well as streaming via all of the typical sites, your iTunes, uh, Spotify, you know, most of the regular stuff. Well, guys, my first time to see you all perform live. I'm so looking forward to the show this evening. It's going to be a great one. Thank you very much.